T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And welcome to the Back Brief. I'm Rod Rodriguez. Uh, before we begin, before we get too far into this uh, uh, podcast, I just want to give a special shout out to uh, fellow Connecting Vets reporter, Phil Briggs. Phil Briggs um, almost kicked the bucket on us. Uh, he, you know, instead of just choosing retirement like any sane person, he went off and had a heart attack. I mean, who, I mean, talk about a prima donna. Uh, he got all the attention. He got all of our, you know, sympathies and, you know, get wells. But he did have a heart attack uh, last week. Uh, I feel comfortable talking about it because he already talked about it on his Twitter. If you want the rest of his medical records, email me. I'll, I'll send them to you. Uh, but here's the thing, folks. I'm 40. I hit 40 this past October. A lot of you, our veterans, our listeners, our viewers, uh, you might be a little long in the tooth as well. Here's the thing. Go get checked. Go get checked. It, it, it's that time. If you got to get the old prostate, you got go to go get that check. Go get it checked. Got to get. Can the, I get that at your house, Rod? Uh, I offer them for free. I haven't introduced <laughs> you yet. You you stay in the background until I introduce you. How that's rude. That's so rude. That's Jack Murphy. That we'll get to him. But uh, yeah, seriously, folks, uh, go get checked out. Go go get go see the docs. Uh, we are not getting any younger. We need to be here for our kids. We need to be here for our loved ones. I just found out two uh, two former NCOs that I worked with in 03 in Iraq, they both passed away from heart attacks. It's uh, Those Widowmakers are in the shadows. They're waiting for us. So let's eat right. Do PT on your own. Go around your profile, whatever your profile says. Make sure you can, you can do something about it. Um, that's it. Jack, uh, Jack and I are, of course, where we wish uh, Briggs and the Briggs family our absolute best. Uh, you can follow Phil Briggs at Phil Briggs Vet. He's on Twitter. Uh, go give him a follow. Go give him some love. He needs it. Phil's he's, not ready for the glue factory yet. You he's, know, he's, he's, he's got a few more years left in him. Yeah, and 100%. Who else is going to produce uh, CBS Ion Vets? I can't do that show as well as he does. Uh, you know, here you go, Phil. Here's your plug. CBS Ion Vets. Go check it out. It's available everywhere. Podcaster <laughs> available. But make sure you listen to this one first. Um, so uh, as you already saw, Jack already rudely, uh, very unprofessional, very unprofessional for a podcaster uh, just jumps in before he's in. I heard prostate exam. I had to say something. You had to. I, who can't? You, you got to jump in there. Um, Jack is bringing us another one of these 2020 stories. <laughs> it, it, it's 
Jack, I'm beginning to feel like you're making this shit up. Like you're sitting at your apartment, sitting at your house in New York, and you're like, hmm, what's something ridiculous and outlandish I can write about? Boom, boom, boom. I feel like you're writing a novel, uh, a satirical political thriller, but this is new. This is this is real. This is real. So, oh, Christ, lay it on us, man. What What happened now? Yeah, I think a lot of people feel like they're living in a novel at the moment. Um, but no, this is this is real. Um, so it was interesting. Uh, retired three-star general uh, Thomas McCarney recently went on a podcast hosted by retired CIA officer Michael Schuler, and uh, you know McCarney th- again three-star general. Schuler was uh, in the CIA for I think twenty-two years, headed up Alex Station. Uh, which was charged with tracking down Osama bin Laden. Um, Schuer is a ardent, um, adamant QAnon supporter. Like he went all the way down the rabbit hole, man. Um, and he's he's openly talking about how like there's going to be a civil war in America. A lot of American citizens are going to have to die to cleanse the republic of the usurpers and and this and that. Um, just kind of sad, man. Um, Macarney is somebody who I've been aware of for quite a while. I wrote an article about him way back in 2014, so like six years ago. Um, Based on some of the stuff that he has said, had said on Fox News um, and elsewhere and uh, speaking engagements, because some of these things are just so bizarre. Um, We'll get into that in a second, but just what, why this is relevant, why we're talking about it right now is because on this podcast that uh, McInerney went on with uh, with this former CIA officer, he talked about how the uh, the 305th Intelligence Battalion, uh, military intelligence battalion, known as the Kraken, executed a raid in Frankfurt, Germany, on a secret CIA facility in order to seize a server that had been used to steal the election, the 2020 presidential election, from President Donald J. Trump. That's where he's coming from. Um, And he's talking about this openly. Um, Now, he was talking about how Sidney Powell uh, is fighting a a military-esque counteroffensive to try to turn the election back. And him and Schuer have this bizarre conversation about all of this. Um, and, and they they honestly believe that there's some sort of, or I, 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 I'm imagining, I'm being graceful and saying that they honestly believe this and that they're not completely doing this cynically, knowing that it's all a lie. Um, but it it's, feels like they actually believe this stuff. Now, the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion is an AIT battalion. Uh, so what that means is advanced individual training um, for those out there who may not be familiar. And that is part of your in- uh, initial entry training into the military. So you, a soldier goes into the army, you go to basic training, which is like eight weeks or whatever. And then you go off to your AIT. Um, so like for, my, for me, I was infantry, so they're combined. So it's like, I don't know what it is, like 14 14 weeks or something, whatever it is. I mean, it's basic training and infantry training together. Rod, you were, you were MI. How long was your AIT? 
my AIT at the time was uh, almost four months, three or four months. Uh, and the 305th, isn't the 305th at Fort Huachuca? Um, I'm not entirely sure to tell you the truth. I've, I think I think they used to be. Yeah, I think there, something like that. I think they may have moved, um, but I, I'm not actually sure where that where they're stationed at the moment. But um, the the thing to take away from that is that this is essentially a basic training uh, company or battalion. This unit is not operational. They do not condu- conduct operations. They are not deployed abroad. Um, and the army and in uh, special operations command and everyone has reiterated that this false story about them doing a mission in Frankfurt, Germany is not true. It's just not accurate. And then what's also being pulled into this conspiracy theory is the five soldiers who died in the Sinai Peninsula on the peacekeeping mission um, just recently in a, in a helicopter crash. And so the conspiracy theory is pulling them in and saying, oh, actually, these five soldiers died um, on this secret raid in Germany, which is also completely false, just not accurate. So Um, I'm on board with fun, stupid conspiracy theories until until you bring in real dead Joes, because, I mean, they're dead, man. Those are real people. Those are real families. Uh, So they're dragging them into this conspiracy what then and 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 michael schuler on the podcast agreed with him was was like nodding his head you know saying yeah yeah this is this is this is true this is what's happening so this is a former three-star general and a a retired career cia officer these are people who should know better right they should know better and you would think they would have maybe some sources that they could call up you know, I, I'm, I'm nobody. I was just an E6. How do I have better sources than these two jokers? I mean, honestly. But again, it goes back to, do they really believe this stuff? Are they using their own product? Are they drinking their own Kool-Aid? Or are they doing this cynically? Like, do they know it's not true, but they see this as something they can use to advance their agenda? So let's go back. The, the Daily Beast did a deep dive on on Schuler and, uh and some of the stuff he's gotten up to with QAnon. Um, that you can go check out if you want. I wrote the article. I've written several articles. Uh, I wrote one just yesterday that's up on Connecting Vets about General Macarney. And uh, General Macarney uh, was a decorated pilot. He flew sorties over Vietnam. Uh, In so many ways, he had a very admirable, respectable military career. Um, You know, definitely, you know, looking at his service record, he's the type of dude I'd want to sit down and drink a beer with. You know, I have a great admiration and respect for for these guys. Um, What I don't have a lot of respect for is all the things he did after his retirement in 1994. Um, By 2002, he became a Fox News analyst. And he was also a part of the military analyst program at the Pentagon. Um, you can read up more on this program if you like. Um, many others have done like exposés on it, but essentially what it was was the Pentagon brought in a lot of retired generals and retired officers um, and gave them briefings on what was going on in, in the Middle East and specifically in Iraq. And then these generals, these and retired officers, would go into the media and they would do media interviews talking about what they had been briefed on. 
And so it was an entire effort to sell the war in Iraq to the American public. And the public would just see these officers, um, retired officers, speaking what it seems speaking in their own capacity as retired soldiers, um, when in actuality they were being fed talking points by the Pentagon. And the Pentagon's internal documents refer to them as message force multipliers and surrogates. So this is already, we're already getting off into some uh, disputed territory here. And Macarney was one of these people. Um, when he was brought into that program, he met up with a couple other interesting people um, that are, were revolving around him for a long time and still are. One of them is uh, retired Major General Paul Vallely, who he ended up co-authoring this book, Endgame With, which I'll talk about in a second. Another person that he met in the military analyst program was Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons is another personality that has been exposed and you can search for him and find uh, articles that I've written that the New York times has written and others. Wayne Simmons was a Fox news commentator for many years uh, up, uh, up until like four or five years ago. Uh, he claimed that he was a veteran of CIA in air quotes, outside paramilitary operations. That sounds legit. Using this story, he got he walked his way onto the military analyst program at the Pentagon, and he also uh, walked his way onto a contract. I think it was something to do with the human terrain teams. He walked onto a contract there, and he even uh, I believe he secured a, a secret clearance in order to do that. Now, here's the problem. Here's the rub of it all. Wayne Simmons is a complete fraud who never served a day of his life in the CIA. He was in the Navy for a hot minute. Um, he was never in the CIA. So all of those stories, he was going on Fox News telling these war stories about like how he tortured people down in Colombia. That's all a bunch of BS. And he, this guy, Wayne Simmons, would tool around with uh, Thomas McCarney and Paul Vallely, and they were pals, and, and they did stuff together um, until the Department of Justice finally moved in on, on Simmons and they arrested him on wire fraud. And uh, he did like a year in prison. He's, he's out now, but he did about a year in the clink. And, um, of course, he's tucked his turtle head in. I mean, he talked a good talk about how he was going to round up everyone who voted for Obama and put him in jail. And, you know, you guys don't know what's coming. We will have our day and all this stuff and just nonsense. I mean, it's good that he went away. I mean, really is. He's just a damaging, toxic personality. Um, but back to Endgame. So this is the book that Macarney and Vallely wrote in 2004, which I've read and has my, my copious uh, underlines and notes in the margins here. Um, this book is about uh, 200 pages of just raving delusions, just delusional nonsense um, these guys were pushing for war in like maybe a dozen different countries saying we need to do a massive air campaign over like eight different countries, um, air and ground war and attack the, all of these nations simultaneously to get them in line. Like, like all of the, all these Arab nations, uh, you know, uh, not Saudi Arabia, interestingly, Saudi Arabia is good to go. Um, but all these other countries we need to invade. Um, Iran is in their crosshairs big time, of course. Um, and they're in here. I mean, they're, they're saying things are going OK in Afghanistan. 
things are going, this was published in 04. Things are going good in Iraq. The Iraqis are, are wanting to vote in meaningful elections. They're turning things around. They're turning the tide. They say that Syria is a domino waiting to fall. That, that the Syrian regime is a paper tiger about to tip over that will go down in a heartbeat. My point here is not only is Macron a conspiracy theorist, he's a bad analyst, a really bad analyst. And he gets it wrong over and over and over again. And there's seemingly no repercussions, but it gets even crazier, um, which I'll get into in a moment here. Endgame also talks about how we should leverage America's nuclear arsenal against foreign countries around the world to get them to toe the line. So, yeah, and let's see here. We have uh, the book is endorsed by James Woolsey, former director of Central Intelligence, uh, Frank Gaffney, and Oliver North. Okay, I, I got to stop you here, Jack, because <laughs> my my brain is about to explode. Oh, it gets better. It gets I, and better. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. But here's my problem with all of this so far. And, and I say so far because I'm sure you're going to drop another truth bomb on me. And uh, I may have to snap the cyanide pill that I keep hidden in the back of my molar here. <laughs> here's the thing, man. You just mentioned a three-star general, a former CIA station chief, mm -hmm. Oliver North. Uh, another CIA guy, um, this Woolsey character gets uh, uh, a doggone security clearance. He, no, you're talking about Simmons. Simmons. Simmons gets a security clearance, and he's a fucking liar. Oh, yeah. Here's my thing. How can we separate any lie from any truth when part of the truth process, especially in the COVID era, is believe me because I'm an expert. Believe me because I work at the CDC. Believe me because I work at the CIA. Believe me because I am a three-star general. I can't be batshit crazy. I'm a three-star general. They don't just hand those out to anybody. But then you see this and I'm thinking, well, do they? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an appeal to authority. And these guys, they go on television news and they have those that three letter acronym after their name, in this case, CIA, um, or they're using their military clout that they have. You know, Macrony has three star clout as a retired general. Um, I, I think, you know, maybe the, the takeaway there is that you have to look at these claims based on their own merit. Um, rather than just, you know, oh, this guy, you know, he was he was in the CIA. He was in the air. He was an Air Force general. He's legit. Um, no, the, the reality is that you can be a general in the military or a CIA station chief and be completely batshit crazy. And, but and this that, goes that, this goes back to our previous conversations, doesn't it, about what does it mean when you go on television like Jack Murphy, former special forces? Uh, Jack, tell us what's going on in, in Syria. Uh, you know, a lot of folks will use special forces, special operations, Navy SEAL. And, and, and I have, honestly. I mean, I have used it to, uh, to to springboard forward, I guess. You kind of have to to use your resume um, when, when you're, you know, in my case, a journalist. Um, say, hey, I, I have some added credibility when I say this because, you know, I'm not just some random guy. I, I, not, I did my research and my, my uh, I crossed my T's and dot my I's, but also... I spent time in the military, so I bring that to the table as well. Um, 
So, I mean, I don't mean to be the, the pot calling the kettle black here. I, I just think that, you know, you, you can't just say, hey, I was special forces, therefore I'm right. Um, I can't and, say you know, I'm a three-star general and I'm, I'm right. Right, right, right. Um, you, you, you have to do the work. You have to do your homework and you have to you have to make sure all your facts are in order. And in the case of General McInerney, he, he has not done that. You said there is more to this. Um, yeah, there's there's more. How can there be more to this, Jack? This is already bad. <laughs> but shit wait, crazy. there's more. <laughs> the chopper. All right. Um, so Macarney would go on Fox News and say all kinds of weird stuff over the years. Um, in the instance, you remember back uh, Malaysian Flight 370? I do. Which yeah. was the it was the airliner that disappeared somewhere uh, in right? Southeast Asia. They, they they ever they never found anything. Right. No, they believe that some wreckage washed up on shore. Actually, the Atlantic did a really good piece on on, on the, the that entire story and what it appears happened. And the best evidence we have, um, and they make a pretty convincing case that the pilot was suicidal and he probably decided to take down all the passengers with him. Essentially, he committed a, a mass murder and a suicide at the same time. Um, but the wreckage has not been found. It's somewhere at the bottom of the ocean and like that actual wreck has not been found yet. Um, but soon after the, the that flight disappeared and the world was looking for it, McInerney went on Fox News and he spun this conspiracy theory that actually what happened was that the flight had been hijacked by terrorists. They hid the radar signature of Malaysian Flight 370 underneath Singaporean Flight 68. So that they're hiding the the radar signature, the radar profile, and it flew over India and into Pakistan where it landed. uh, And the passengers are being held hostage in Pakistan to this day, apparently. He he concocted this entire theory without a shred of evidence. And he he was pitching it on, on Sean Hannity's show. What's the reaction to this? I mean, I haven't seen this interview um, you can pull it up. It's still, you but, still, it's still out there. But I mean, if you were to sit there, if you were to tell me, Rod, this aircraft landed in Pakistan, everyone's being held hostage. And I said, Jack, that's amazing. Uh, how did you discover this? And you said, well, I thought of it. <laughs> I, I would be like, that's cool. But I, I would I would challenge you on it, man. I would. Yeah, have yeah. To. You'd say you'd say, Jack, where are your facts at? Yeah, and where if it didn't match up? up, you didn't have facts. I'd I'd call you out and be like, Hey, man, you you just came on national television and said this this craziness, and you got nothing to back it up. What the fuck? And on the show, Sean Hannity alludes to Macarney having these amazing secret sources in the Pentagon and elsewhere who are giving him this information. So again, it's that it's that three star military clout. That carries the fake news, not the facts. I, I want to ask you about this CIA guy, uh, the one that the the general goes on the show of. It was a podcast? Shuler, yeah. Shuler. So Shuler's show, is it a crackpot show? Is it a show where yes. people come in? Okay, so it's, it's already the coast-to-coast of, I guess, national defense. I mean, even that's being generous, I think. Where do we go? from here and and we and the reason i ask that's a i feel like this is the big question because there's so many loose 
threads in this insanity. Yeah. You yeah, just, and, and you dropped gets, the surrogate thing on us. Like it was like, that's a story in and of itself. The fact that the government used these generals uh, and that, that authority uh, that you spoke of to sell the American public. Well, Jesus Christ, well, how were you supposed to trust anybody? This is this is the shtick. It's the grift that Macarney always uses. Um, he has said we need to go to DEFCON 1, which which means that nuclear warfare is imminent. And he says there's no reason why we need to. He just says there's something happening out there and we're asleep at the switch. Like, what does that even mean, dude? We need to go to a, a, a level where nuclear war is imminent just because you have a gut feeling on Fox News. Um, he said that ISIS is an existential threat to America. Uh, all of these things that just don't make any sense. And I mean, it, it boggles the mind. I mean, it's just constant perpetual fear mongering from this guy. Um, he's been he's been a fake news machine for a long time. And it's amazing that like Wayne Simmons, Fox News never checked him, never fact checked him, uh, never said, hey, man, where, where did you get that info? Where's that coming from? Um, it wasn't, uh, you know, Simmons didn't get fired from Fox or they didn't let him go until, uh, he got arrested by the department of justice. McInerney, they didn't let go until he went on Fox business and he, 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 uh, called John McCain songbird, John saying that torture worked on John McCain when he was in the Hanoi Hilton as a POW. And that's why, and he, he spilled his guts and that's why they, they, it's not true, but this is, he, he called him songbird, John. Uh, and after that, Fox said, OK, um, now we've had enough of you. And they, they said Macaroni will not appear on Fox News. So now he just goes on conspiracy theory podcasts. Well, um, I'm always, you know, I'll, I'll send out an open invitation to Macaroni. Please come on the back brief. Let's talk. You, me, Jack Murphy. Let's have a chat of I, I just I, I would love to know. Maybe I'm going to give. I'm going to give these folks the benefit of a doubt, which is probably more than some of them deserve. But maybe we're wrong, Jack. Maybe we're the crazy ones. Maybe we're on the other side of the looking glass, sir. And we have not opened our eyes to the truth that the storm well, is coming. You know, I, I was I was thinking about this yesterday, Rod. Uh, and I was having a conversation actually um, with one of our coworkers. And it got me thinking about this when I when I wrote the first article about Macarney in 2014 versus the one I just wrote in 2020, things were very different. Um, and Macarney and uh, Vallely and Simmons and them, they had this sort of like hawkish, ultra patriot, super patriot, neocon uh, thing going on. Um, that they were they were basically acting as mouthpieces and, and trying to um, go fight wars all around the world. And I don't know whose stock portfolios benefited from all that warmongering they did, but um, that was their shtick. And um, so it was very much that sort of Fox News neoconservative, let's go to war with the entire Middle East narrative, uh, Sharia law is coming to get you, that sort of thing, which was pretty bad. Um, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But now that we're in 2020, I feel like this conspiracy stuff that he spreads is taking on just a totally different vibe. Or just a very different tone because we're in a moment where our president is amplifying these conspiracy theories, amplifying QAnon conspiracy theories every day, essentially. At this point, he's on Twitter every day saying that a lawful election was stolen from him um, and encouraging all sorts of insanity. Um, you have people who work um, 
at the ballots and like really just normal civil servants, local civil servants getting death threats from people um, that all these people have been, uh, I guess you could say some of the president's base or and maybe I even maybe even that's too much. But let's just say there's there's a, the certain venue, there, there's certain people, the QAnon people who they have been promised that the storm is coming. And now maybe they're starting to feel like the storm is not coming. Like maybe this big moment that they've been waiting for is not coming. Maybe President Trump is going to be out of office in January. So they have been marched right up to the precipice. And what Schur and McInerney are doing is very different. I feel like what's going on in 2020 was very different than what those guys were doing in 2014. And, and with Schuler openly talking about and, and looking forward to a civil war on American soil, we're just in a very different place than we were six years ago. Well, I'm entertained. And isn't that all that matters? Isn't all that matters in this is that we're entertained, that I feel like I'm part of the story. I feel like I'm part of an oncoming storm. I am the hero in my own choose advent my, my own choose your own adventure let's let's burn it all down for the lulls right that's that's the nihilism of yeah. uh of 2020 and of the 21st century maybe what will 2021 bring us we'll find out in a month um i i think we're here's the thing i think that we're all hoping we all think that 2021 is going to come around and it's going to be like a clean slate uh, Biden's going to come into office and sanity will, I, I don't think so. I think it's about to get crazier. I'm buckling my seatbelt and tightening up the straps because I think 2020 was the previews. It was the previews to the movie. I think 2021 might actually be even nuttier. And I don't think it's going to come from our, our elected officials necessarily. I think it's thus. I think it's. I think it's going to be us. I think it's going to be the American population that just kind of gets a little nutty in 2021. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, um, I think, uh, I think, yeah, you're right that this is a preview of the future of our culture. This is where we're heading and things are not going to go back to the way they were no. 10 or 20 years ago um, or even five years ago. This, this, I mean, this is this is going to be the future of American uh, political life and American culture. Well, I will tell you, Jack, I'm going to put this invitation. Out. I'm going to be sending uh, what's this guy's name's McInerney. McInerney. Yeah. I'm be sending his people an invitation. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to talk to him because not, I, we're not going to shit on him. We're not gonna, I, I, the big question for me, I mean, the things that he says are empirically wrong. So the que the question left for me is uh, sort of the same question that I would have about General Flynn. Has this guy been using his own product? Like, that's my question. It's like, does he believe what he's saying? But, Jack, couldn't we also – and I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a minute. But couldn't we also say the same about you and I? Couldn't Macarney look us right now and be like, well, Jack, are you drinking your own Kool-Aid? I mean, where are you getting your facts from? The Atlantic, the – New York Times, the Washington Post. I mean, you're literally drinking from the fountain of uh, the, the, the mainstream media, which has repeatedly gotten it wrong. I could show you videos of news editors saying 
don't worry, we got the election in the bag. I won't let this go around. There, there, there's corruption mm -hmm. in the world from which you and I uh, uh, gather our news from. So couldn't he sure. just flip the argument back on us? Yeah, and I mean, I think that's why so many people have fallen into conspiracy theories and things like QAnon because they see like, oh, the press got this story wrong. They had to retract it. Our, um, the media has a narrative. And in many cases, they are pushing a narrative, um, especially through op-eds and opinion pieces and things like this. Um, so people get um, like disenchanted with the media and they start turning to other sources, which are even worse than the ones they were reading before. Yeah. But I, I reject the, the subjective reality of it that, you know, everyone gets to have their own facts. Um, I'm someone who does believe in something that something is true or false. Something either happened or it did not happen. Um, and as far as where my information comes from, I mean, it's not simply the mainstream media. I mean, the, the information about the 305th Military Intelligence Battalion, that is information anyone can acquire through official sources. Um, you know, the military DOD is on the record making statements. These things did not happen. There is, uh, here's the thing is there's no evidence it is not on me to prove a negative. You know, Macaroni and Schuler are the ones making these very, very bold assertions about secret missions. And they are, it is on them, the onus is on them to present evidence that this actually happened. Proving a negative is almost impossible to do. It, it, so that's not how logic works. So if you're making the claim, if you're making the accusation, you have to bring the evidence to the table and these guys have not done it. They have not done their homework. And the, they are just asserting this as true without presenting any actual facts. Um, so if they have facts, let's see them. I mean, bring bring that to the forefront and let's talk about that. Um, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation. Well, Jack, I will tell you that this sounds, this operation in Germany does sound like something that would come out of the mind of an AIT student, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I was an AIT instructor. You'd be amazed at, at being a human to the things I would hear that would come out of an AIT student's mouth. And I'm like, stop right now. You're going to get us all in trouble. Um, Jack, where can we find out more about you and your story about Macarney and uh, this insanity? Sure. You'd find the story about Macarney is on connectingvets.com. It's called Fake News of a Special Ops Raid from a Retired General, A Few French Fries Short of a Happy Meal. <laughs> I feel like somebody did not properly vet the title of this. <laughs> I, feel, well, I feel like you just got I, away I, with it. Sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. And, um, you know, I'm usually uh, not disrespectful towards you know, retired officers or, uh, well, maybe I'm not so fond of officers, but retired Vietnam veterans, I, I generally extend uh, every respect to. Um, but, you know, when General McInerney says these things, like there's got to be some, like at some point you got to call a spade a spade, like sanity has to prevail. <laughs> like it's not okay for you to propagandize the American public in this manner. Um, so, yeah, you can find the, the article up on connectingvets.com. Jack, what is this Intel summit? Yeah, I almost forgot to bring up the Intel summit. That, that this, whole, this whole string of it is crazy. Um, so Intel summit was uh, hosted by this guy, uh, John Loftus, 
who was kind of a semi-credible guy at one point, but d- descended in the, I don't know, these people make very suspicious um, right-hand turns into insanity that are hard to explain. Him and Steve Emerson, another journalist, another guy who was once quite credible, um, went down this rabbit hole. Um, so in the 2000s, uh, they created Intel Summit, which was sponsored by this guy who turned out to be a Russian gangster, uh, which led to some people resigning from the board, including James Woolsey, former director of the CIA. So on the board of directors was uh, uh, James Woolsey, as I mentioned, Richard Marcenko, the founder of SEAL Team 6, Claire Lopez, retired CIA officer, um, Frank Gaffney, Brigitte Gabriel, uh, Wayne Simmons, Paul Vallely, Tom McInerney were all on there. Um, a whole bunch of uh, interesting characters from the intelligence community and the military. Admiral Lyons was there. Um, this, th- this, this event was done, it was like a symposium put on like once a year or so. I had a friend who went there actually one year and he met Wayne Simmons and uh, he said the place was crawling with Israelis, which is interesting. Um, yeah, there, there's some dangerous liaisons was how he described it. Uh, the Intel Summit had a website, which you can find on the Wayback Machine. That's the only way you can find it. It's like intelsummit.org, I think, um, because it was taken down after I drew attention to it. Because what that website became, with all these people sitting on the board of directors or whatever, it descended into the most insane propaganda you can possibly imagine. I mean, it was talking about like Muslim cannibals. It was talking about like uh, Pope Francis and the Jesuits and like all this anti-Catholic conspiracy propaganda, the Illuminati and all this sort of stuff. And like just the memes alone were insane. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that it was an outlet for Russian propaganda, Um, you know, before all this stuff happened in 2016. I mean, that the, the Russian propaganda did not start, active measures did not start in 2016. It's been with us for, you know, close to 100 years uh, at this point. Um, so the website was batshit crazy. And uh, it finally got taken down after I kept pointing people to it. Like, hey, you should look at this website and see who's on the board. It's just, it's just completely nuts. And a friend of mine, actually, a retired CIA uh, dude, I, I showed it to, he looked at it and he had a very interesting comment. He's like, you know what they're doing here? They're testing the payload. I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, the payload is the information that the message carries. So basically what he was saying was that that website was being used to beta test propaganda to see what messages would be effective. And he was like, right now, the one that they found to be really effective is Sharia. And the, the stuff about Sharia law is the one that has really resonated with some Americans and scared them that Islamic law is going to be brought to the United States. And so the website sort of starts with that. And then it leads you into the Muslim cannibals and the Illuminati and Pope Francis and the Jesuits and all this stuff. Um, so he's like, yeah, they, they were beta testing messaging on there, essentially. And you can find uh, Jack at Jack Murphy rgr you can send him all your twitter uh he's very active on twitter himself and you can find me at rod pod rod also on twitter folks that was the back brief uh big takeaways here big takeaways one take care of yourself don't die of a heart attack and finally uh figure out 
figure out something about your facts, folks. I can't tell you where to go. I can't tell you what, what hose to drink your water from. But if it starts tasting a little funny, if it's got that like weird metallic Kool-Aid taste to it, maybe you should pull back a bit and re-examine what, what it is that you're drinking. I don't know. That's my words for words of wisdom. My PSA. I'm Rod Rodriguez. That with Jack Murphy. Uh, we're out. Thanks, Rod. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.